always wanna see us down, never come around. But you gon' witness greatness when I come and snatch your crown. See, I ain't never been the type of way to mess around. Cause I'm all about my business and I move without a sound. Queens working silence, trying to stop the violence. Cause I'm killing my goals, here's my story, you're invited. Hey, and welcome to another episode of Pink Lemonade, an original podcast by the Skinny Black Girls Code. My name is Whitney B, and I am your host. And today I wanna ask you, are you leaving your success in the layaway? Learn what I mean in today's brand new episode. Keep it up. Hey, y'all. It is March 19th, 2017, and welcome to another episode of Pink Lemonade. I am Whitney B, and I am just so excited and so happy to have you here on today's podcast. First and foremost, I want to give a shout out to all the beautiful, ambitious, and talented women who are making things happen for Women's History Month. Um, This has been an amazing month, learning a lot of things about women that I had not known about previously. And I'm just really glad that this is a national holiday for us to really recognize the contributions that women have made. And Shout out to you, you know, for making individual contributions in your world and your communities and doing the things that allow you to flourish and really live out your passions. But, you know, unfortunately for some of us, (laughs) we have a lot of things that will be in the works and we have a lot of success that we haven't exactly reached. And I'll tell you what I mean just by that. So a few weeks ago, I was having a conversation with a girlfriend and we talked about having procrastination. So, I mean, procrastination is something that affects any and everybody. And even though you may not procrastinate a lot, it may come to you at some point in your life. Well, anywho, with procrastination, we discussed that Every time that we procrastinate, we get further and further away from our success. And as we started to have this conversation, I started to think about, and for whatever reason, I started to think about a layaway. So for those of you who are not familiar with a layaway, a layaway was a process that people used to pretty much pay for an item in installments until they can ultimately own the item. So the technical definition is uh, a layaway is a system of paying a deposit to secure an item for a later purchase, right? So, you know, we talked about having a layaway and essentially I feel like all of us have success that's waiting in the layaway, but it's really up to us to make a certain deposit or a series of deposits in order to reach that success and ultimately have that success as our own. So, I really thought it was interesting. It was an interesting analogy, and I thought that this would be an appropriate topic for our podcast today. So um, just to give you, again, a little bit of background about the layaway, like how did people started to do this, right? So uh, there is a professor from the... Harvard Business School named Nancy Cohen, and she looked into the history of the layaway. So this whole layaway process started in the 19th century, um, specifically during the Great Depression time. So around the 1920s and the 1930s, people didn't really have the amount of coins that they needed to buy certain items. So uh, they had to put things in the layaway. So they had to make payments they had to make payments over a specific period of time. And, you know, those payments had to be regular. So again, I'm a 90s baby. I briefly remember a layaway. I remember my mother and father using the layaway systems at some point. Um, I, I know it was definitely popular at like Kmart, Walmart, 
uh, TJ Maxx, Sears, you know, it was really big at certain retailers. And the funny thing with the layaway, um, the most interesting thing I should say is that, you know, if you put something in the layaway and if you don't make a payment or if you don't make deposits on that particular item, they take it off at the shelf, right? So they take it off at the shelf and then you no longer really have the opportunity to get it, especially if it was something that was in for a particular season and they were holding it for you. So think about that for a second. And, you know, I want you to think about how your success is in the layaway and that if you don't make regular and continuous deposits on that success and those deposits can be anything, any type of action that gets you towards your success and that gets you closer to your success. If you're not making those regular deposits, that success could easily go away. You know, success, you know, think of it as an opportunity. There's an opportunity waiting for you in that layaway. And if you're not doing the things that you need to do to make that opportunity yours, then you lose out. And then the interesting thing, that I found out as well is that, you know, if let's say that you don't make the deposits, sometimes you didn't get the deposits back or sometimes your investment came back less than what you paid for in order to get that item out of the layaway. So think about that. So why invest in something and then stop and then not basically recoup all of the money or all of the things that you put in to get towards your success. So I want you to think about that. Think about that in terms of your personal development. We all have some sort of goal that we want to attain, but in order for us to truly get to that specific goal, we have to make regular investments or deposits in ourselves. So I, I want to give an example, um, specifically with my blog, right? So um, the Skinny Black Girls Code was something that I started in October of 2014. I I started the Skinny Black Girls Code um, just kind of as a passion project, but I, I really wanted to shed light on how the words of other people, more specifically the negative words of other people about skinny girls affected uh, black skinny black girl self-esteem. Because before, that was something that was really unexplored. Um, if you look at, you know, things about black girls on weight, it more so talks about, you know, like black girls being overweight or dealing with, you know, just issues that weren't related to being skinny. So I, I wanted to highlight women who had self-esteem issues growing up or even in their adult life about, you know, being someone who's slimmer because um, in African-American culture or black culture, you know, being thick is it. You know, if you think they're the Snickers, then, you know, you're winning <laughs> in black culture. But in reality, you know, there were some women who were not thicker than the Snickers. And I just, I was just, curious about how they maintained and you know how they went about their days and how they maintained confidence because you know up until I was maybe 19 or 20 you know I had really bad self-esteem issues they were really deep um, just in terms of my weight and how I look now I'm perfectly fine I love it you know I love the skin that I'm in I love the body that I'm in but um, I really just wanted to highlight these women so I started to do that and it was crazy you know I started to put things out there women would reach out to me I live in Columbus Ohio um, at the time I lived in Cincinnati but you know people would reach out to me you know as far as the UK and Africa and I thought that was so unique and so, you know, I gained a little bit of exposure um, just telling skinny girl stories. And then I realized that I could truly make an impact with what I was doing. It became something more than just a passion project. Right. So I at that point, I had identified, you know, what my success was. But unfortunately, I didn't really have um, I didn't really have the vision. Like I knew that I could do things, but I really didn't have the vision to see how big this thing could really become. So, you know, I, I started my blog 2014. Let's uh 
Fast forward to 2015, 2016, around that time in my personal life, I had decided that I wanted to start a business. I had quit my job. I had a full-time job um, as an associate director of marketing for a nonprofit in Cincinnati. And, you know, I started to do other pursuits. You know, I started to do other things. And my blog became something that became on the back burner. So as a result, I became inconsistent. And I'll tell you, you know, anytime that you're trying to build a brand and that you're trying to do things, being inconsistent consistent or not being visible is something that could ultimately hurt you, right? So, you know, there are probably plenty of opportunities that I could have had um, had I kept up with my blog because I was building momentum. You know, I was building uh, exposure. People were looking out. People were, you know, shouting my blog out. But unfortunately, you know, I took a hiatus because, you know, I reprioritized creating my business over um, really capitalizing on my blog. So ultimately, I stopped making deposits. I stopped doing the things that I needed to do to make my blog something that I consider to be successful. So, you know, one day I stopped and I realized like, you know, hey, you know, you know, people still read this thing. I looked at my analytics, you know, you can go in Google, go on the back end and see who's still reading the articles that are most popular. And, you know, I saw that people were still reading, people were still engaged. Every once in a while, I would get an email from someone saying, you know, hey, this blog had really helped me. And, you know, I started to just think about bigger picture. You know, I always want my platform to be somewhere that something that is a uh, safe haven for girls who are skinny. But I started to really think about body image and, you know, thinking about how, you know, how my perception of body image had impacted a lot of things that I did in my life. But, and I realized that, you know, for all women, I know we all deal with certain things and I I really want all African-American women to be confident and to be free. And, you know, that statement just stuck out to me around October, 2016. I decided that I was going to start to reinvest and start to make deposits in my blog again. So, you know, what that meant was, you know, I rebranded it, uh, came up with a new color scheme, changed my website, um, started to get really dedicated with my content, figuring out every single thing that I wanted to put each month, you know, started to solicit for interviews with different people and, and reach out to other people. So, you know, my focus changed, you know, I, I knew that I wanted to make my blog something successful, but I knew that I had to start making it a priority. And sometimes we do that with our success. You know, we all say that we want these things and, you know, it's all fine and good, you know, saying what we want, but if we're not making the investment, then, you know, those things will always just be something that we want, not something that we literally have. So, you know, I started to reinvest in this blog. I started to become consistent to keep up with it. Um, And then I started to look at the needs of my audience and, you know, I started to create resources. One of the things that I'm most proud of last December, I created vision board resources. So it included a playlist, um, positive mantras that you can put on your vision board. Uh, It it included a goal, a a smarter goals worksheet, you know, so you can literally break down your goals and how you're going to get there. So, you know, these things were things that resonated with my audience. And, you know, and I realized just looking at my analytics and just looking at the people who commented, you know, my blog would expand it to more than just, you know, black women who identified as skinny girls. So, you know, I did a complete rehaul. It's still called the Skinny Black Girls Code. There's even a special place on my website for girls who still want to share their stories. But, you know, I, I realized that I wanted to become a positive force in creating positive imagery for black women, you know, creating positive conversations, positive dialogue and showing the type of things that black women are doing to, you know, really allow our image to persevere and to show that, you know, we are contributors of society. So it was an amazing thing. Um, Again, 
just repositioning my blog has really changed up a lot of things for me. Um, you know, recently I had the opportunity to travel to Miami as a media person. I mean, you know, who would have thought in 2014 that people would recognize my blog as something that was worthy of being a, a media cover, someone who was worthy of doing media coverage. Like to me, that was just amazing. You know, I had the opportunity to interview a reality TV star from the hit show Queen Boston centric. And, you know, now, um, next month I'm going to Chicago to do the same thing, to cover an event, you know, where there are going to be prominent women who are making contributions in their industry and who are really trailblazing. So, you know, this thing has become something that's really amazing for me and I'm proud. And it, it would have never have manifested to this point if I had, you know, chosen to continue to stop making deposits on my success, you know, so now for me, success for the skinny black girl, what it looks like for me is to make it a media powerhouse, you know, to get interviews with women who are doing phenomenal things for the world, for their community, to create resources that help women with personal development and self-esteem, and to continue to create blog content that resonates with a millennial uh, audience of Black women. So it's, it's really become crystal clear for me of what I want to do. And, you know, you had to stop and really think about that. So I, I say all this because, you know, I want you to start thinking about what you can do to get your success out of layaway. So I have four tips that I, I jotted down and I think it'd be really important for you to consider. So <clears throat> just kind of using myself as an example, the first thing that you want to do is to get clear about your intentions and your motivation. So again, we all say, oh, you know, I want to be successful. And maybe for you, that looks like living in a big house and driving a nice car, getting married and having a nice job or owning a business. But you have to be very crystal clear about what that is. What does success look like for you? So don't allow anyone to influence what you get. So, you know, kind of like with the layaway system, right? A lot of people would keep up with the Joneses when it comes to a layaway. They would see that, you know, oh, maybe someone had a new flat screen 62 inch TV and they felt like they needed to get one because that's what people were getting. So even though they couldn't afford it, they put it in layaway because, you know, eventually they wanted to keep up with the Joneses. Just make sure that your intentions are authentic. Don't allow anyone else to influence what your intention should be or, or really what your success should look like for you. So make sure that you're getting clear about your intentions. And, you know, once you understand your intentions, your motivation will skyrocket. So, you know, if you're living out someone else's dream, obviously you're never going to be motivated and you're not going to make deposits. So make sure that your specific definition of success is something that is true to you because when you do things that are true to you you'll have the motivation to match it you know you won't have to deal so much with procrastination if it's something that you are passionate about and something that you know that um, ultimately fits your end goal the second thing that you want to do, you want to make sure that you're making regular deposits on your success. So what that means is you want to set, execute, and track regular goals. So again, making regular deposits are important. It doesn't matter um, how big or how small those deposits are. Sometimes, you know, a simple thing that, you know, it's just for me, a small thing for me is just maybe sending out an email for someone to, to be interviewed on my blog. That's something that's small, but it's still something that is a contribution because regardless if they respond or not, it makes me feel good to know that I am consistently working towards my dreams. So make sure that you're looking at um, making res regular deposits, make a goal of, you know, what type of deposits that you want to set, how often you want to do it, and then just do it. Make sure that you're out there, you're executing on those deposits because you know every single time that you make a deposit, it brings you closer to your goal. And then ultimately, you want to make sure that you're tracking what you're doing as well. So make sure that these deposits... Um, 
are conducive, you know, they're, they're on time and, and ultimately just make sure that there's something, this make sure that they are things that um, are putting you on the right track to reach your goal or to reach that success that's in the layaway. Third, you want to act with urgency. So if you don't make regular deposits, you make you miss the shot of taking that item home. So, you know, think about the layaway process. Uh, earlier, I mentioned that if you put something in a layaway and if you just go ghost and stop making deposits, you're not getting that item. They're going to put it back on the shelf. Um, it's no longer going to be available. And you may or may not get your investment back. You know, if you're putting in money, they may or may not give it to you or you may get a reduced um portion of that. So you don't want to allow your investments to go to waste. So one of the best things to do is to act with urgency. Reading a really fantastic book by Tim Ferriss called The 4-Hour Workweek. And in the book, he talks about, you know, when you set goals or when you're trying to invest in yourself, you definitely want to make sure that you're acting with urgency. Don't put it off. Don't say, oh, you know, I can do this in two weeks. Maybe literally you can do it in two weeks. But, you know, that's how procrastination sets in. Always look at things with specific urgency and try to get them done as quickly as you can. Obviously, you want to prioritize, but don't let anything sit on the back burner. Because when you allow things to sit on the back burner, then you know that ultimately prevents you from getting to your success at the rate that you should. And then finally, you want to let others help you succeed. So this is really important. So one of the cool things that I found out about the layaway system is that um, you were able to allow other people to make deposits on your behalf, which is really dope. So, you know, if you weren't able to make a deposit at the time and if there's someone else who could pitch in and help, you know, they will help you get closer to your success. So this is really important. I, I say this as a message because you should always be interdependent. Um, there is a difference between being interdependent and not just independent. And you should always call on people that you trust to help you. So if there's someone who believes in you, whether that's a coach, a mentor, or a group of your girlfriends, if they can help you succeed, allow them to help you succeed if you know that you know there's a, a dark place in your life where you can't um, potentially move on. So always make sure that you lean in on others who are invested in your success and who are willing to help you. So, you know, they can help you get your success out of layaway, um, you know, just, just by being supportive of you. So always think about that as well. So um, just to recap, again, these are the four tips. You want to make sure that you're getting clear about your intentions because that will ultimately help spark your motivation. Make regular deposits, which is setting, executing, and tracking your goals. And then acting with urgency. Don't wait to put it off. Get it done right now if you can. And then allow others to help you succeed because you don't want to be independent all the time, which is just doing things by yourself. You want to be interdependent where you're relying on help from others to help you become holistically successful. So, you know, that is my two cents. I know I just went on a lot. You know, this I just thought this was such a great analogy. Um, again, I'm, I'm a nerd, so I love looking up the history of the layaway and understanding how it applies to life. So I'm hoping that you learned something very positive today and hoping that you are not leaving your success in the layaway. So that is it for today. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of pink lemonade i hope again that you aren't leaving your success in the layaway and that you're energized to make moves and make ish happen once again i am your host whitney b and i hope you tune into next month's podcast be sure to subscribe to our soundcloud for updates on the next episode so peace out and see you soon